Thanks for tuning in. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to the Anime Triad. again with another movie review and this week we are reviewing the Jujutsu Kaisen movie Jujutsu Kaisen Zero and this week unfortunately we do not have Mike with us but we do have our wives Chelsea hello and Erica hi so there is four people of the triad I guess here but a cube yeah the triad Cubed, squared, cubed, whatever. Anyway, we're going to move on because the joke is not there. I'm going to start us off and we'll have our two wives go and then Sean's going to finish it out at the end. The movie is really good. And it's very different. Because instead of them talking about demons, uh, yokai, they're talking about curses. And the premise that a curse can be used like as like a magic ability, but also you can curse somebody is I think kind of neat. It's very interchangeable. So you can curse and then like curses can like you saw from the one dude, um uh Gato. Gato is his name, Gato was the bad guy. Ghetto, I think. Ghetto, Gato, Ghetto. He um can like absorb them in this thing, which I thought was neat. Um, not to mention, oh, first off, none of us have actually seen the show. We've only seen the movie, which you don't need to watch the show to see this movie. Storytelling was fun. I like the accelerated learning, um, for the main protagonist. What's his name? Utah. Utah. Sorry. I know I just watched it, but I keep forgetting Utah. And like, you see him progress acceleratedly through the movie and i'm pretty sure he's he's not in the he's the only one not in the show right i don't know part of me thinks that he might play a small role in the show but because i looked up the um the the cast for this for the show and he's not in it the character doesn't exist in the show's cast now that he may have a small role or they may just not put it in there but the other three students Maki, Panda, and um, Toga. Inumaki. Yeah, Inu- Inumaki. Yeah, Inumaki. Yeah, they're all in it. Like, you know, you assume so. And and, and uh, Gojo, who is really cool. The storytelling, I would say, if you haven't seen the show, is going to have not really holes, but it's going to seem kind of jumpy. Like, we jump through, move very quickly. Um, But... Anyway, I thought it was fine enough as it is. I'm going to give the movie an A for animation, storytelling. It was never slow. There wasn't a pitfall. It moved pretty steadily through. It would have been an S if they had kind of explained the 
um, Gato and Gojo backstory in that. I'm assuming the show answers some of that, but like, if this is a prequel movie that takes place kind of before the show, right? Then like, you think you would do that on its own? Because this is supposed to take place. Do we know how long before the show? I don't recall. I don't know. Okay. I mean, it's got to be a couple years, maybe. Yeah, it's not like crazy long, it seems like. But anyway, it's an A for me. It's a lot of fun, but it's just missing a couple of things. The fights were awesome. Like, uh, Utah and Gato's fight at the end was crazy cool. Watching some of the other guys, some of the other people, like teachers and like the other, like, uh, higher graded um, uh, uh, magic users. I'm assuming you see them do stuff in the show, which now I want to watch the show, okay? But, like, you probably see them in the show a lot. Some of those fights were really cool. The um, kind of learning about people's powers was neat. Uh, my favorite is Phil Panda. Panda's my favorite. I think my favorite character is Panda. I love Panda. I think because he reminds me of myself in a lot of ways. But I'm going to watch the show now to get more about it. So it's an A for me. Hello, I'm Chelsea. I'm Ben's wife. Um, so I really enjoyed this one. Um, like he said, I, I haven't watched the show to know really anything prior to watching it. For me, I, I enjoyed it, but I couldn't help but draw comparisons and then that's all I could see. So I kind of think this is like a darker version of My Hero Academia. That's that's all I could see. Um, so it kind of just started out for me with the characters and I wrote out the names because I don't, I don't, I won't remember these new characters, but um, for example, the villain, so Gito, or is it Gito? Gato? Gato? Uh, in the, in the <laughs> dub, they call him, I think, Gato. Gato, I think is how they said it. So he immediately reminded me of All for One, and that kind of started my comparison for the rest of the characters, just in how he was trying to kind of absorb all these different curses, um, like All for One kind of did with the quirks and using them to... Um, ensue chaos. Um, but then after that, um, Yuta is obviously um, um, Izuku Midoriya, um, kind of the sheepish, kind of shy, um, trying to figure out this quirk um, and, and wielding it the correct way. And then you have Gojo, which is obviously going to be Aizawa, down to the bandages on his eyes and the quirk kind of being centralized around his eyes, super strong. Um, but doesn't show any kind of anything until he finally wields his power. So that was that was a pretty obvious for me. Um, and then you have, you know, Maki, which is going to be like present Mike, um, just that loud vocal um, kind of quirk there. And then I kind of thought Ochako could have been Rika in a way, um, just kind of that, that good, cute, girly girlfriend um, who ends up being super tough. Um, with her quirk as well. But yeah, that's that's all I could really see after that. Um, animation was awesome. It, it kind of reminded me of the Parasite animation kind of style. So that's, I, I kind of felt like I was watching that show in a sense. But um, great story. It just wasn't really original. Uh, I just kind of think it was My Hero Academia kind of set in an underworld kind of vibe. So um, if not for that, it would have been an A. So a, a B for me. Betrayed by my wife. Betrayal. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sean's wife. With no prior anime knowledge or anything, 
I didn't like it. Don't give me that look. I did not enjoy it. I don't know if it's because we had to read the subtitles and things like that. It was a very uncomfortable theater. I went in with kind of lower expectations and it just kind of lived up to that to be exactly what it was, in my opinion. Sean's going to divorce me, but I found myself wondering what is going on and why. And I was focusing on little details that I probably shouldn't have been. Like, why does he have bandages over his eyes sometimes, but not all the time? Like, why does he have like tanning sunglasses on or like the bandages? I don't, I just didn't know. I didn't understand. And that's all I could think about the entire time. Um, but I can't appreciate it for what it was. Um, just not a movie that I would particularly go and see if it was not for my husband. So as soon as we got out of the movie, I said, this is an F straight across the board. Um, but in my reflection, I'll give it a C. What's the random panda for when everybody else is a human? Um, but then I started overanalyzing Utah, kind of seeing his experience. Like I thought of the curses as like depression and he's like, debattle- like battling his depression and Things like that. I don't know if I was overanalyzing that at all, but I kind of appreciated that. Like this monster that's constantly sitting on your chest was depression for me. And I thought it was cool that you could kind of exercise that. But also Inumaki, I thought was very attractive for a anime character. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> it's still better than Temple of the Sea. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's, it's interesting, <clears throat> you know, that, we take, I think we take for granted sometimes if you watch, you know, shonen specifically or even anime, things that are just kind of normal. Yes, I think there are probably some things that are explained in the show, like Gojo and his eyes. You can tell by watching. If you watch enough anime, you just know that if something's covered or concealed and they release it when they're fighting, of the time it has something to do with unlocking their powers and they can't use them throughout like normal everyday life. And that's a pretty popular thing in anime of like, you know, especially eyes. Like that's a huge thing. You think of things like Yu Yu Hakusho uh, with the Jogon eye that he uses. You think about Naruto and the Renegon and um, the Byakugan and all these other things. Um, And you kind of see the same thing here. And Chelsea made the um, comparison to Aizawa, like his eyes, a little different take on it, but it's kind of a shonen trope of somebody has a power that has to do something with their eyes, but if they use it too much, it strains their eyes and shortens their life type of thing. And so uh, it's probably explained in more detail in the show. We'll find out because I'm definitely going to watch the show. I think when you watch anime, you just kind of, assume you just know that this is a normal thing like you just kind of accept it for what it is the panda thing like yeah i think i initially asked myself that the first time i saw them but if you watch enough anime you just know like sometimes stuff like that just happens and you're just like there's a random panda there like it's just (laughs) pretty common and it's not un it's not unoriginal when it comes to something like that so um i definitely can respect that different kind of point of view so and it was a little scary. Yeah. At, at some points, I was genuinely terrified of some of those curses. 
Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Yeah, and um, like it, it, it's it's dark, right? And that's something where we get you got to expect watch a lot of anime too that you could have something look very nice and lighthearted because there's a lot of moments in this movie and probably the show too. We'll find out when I watch it where it's very lighthearted and they're cracking jokes and they're trying to be funny and you're going, all right, next thing you know, there's somebody with their head missing and you're like, Oh, that got crazy. Yeah. They, they skipped the The thing I didn't, you know, a couple spots that where they kind of skipped through things were his like hit, like I guess Yuta's initial training was, uh, like he was there three months before he saw him sword fight, and you know, which is we didn't really get to see a lot of we didn't get to see his progress really. You know what I'm saying? And then like at the end, when like all of the classmates are all of a suddenly healed and conscience, and you're like, Y'all were like halfway to Deadsville like ten minutes ago. Like, Maki, you have like no blood left in you. Like, how are you awake? And they didn't really explain anything about that. They but they're just like, and so it's it's a it's a little. I, I don't call it iffy, but I thought it was uh, like it was interesting to to some of the things they chose to leave out. Sure. So I watched this actually for the second time. Um, I first watched it when it first came out. Um, people were just talking about like, oh, this movie's really good. You got to go see it. Um, it was kind of the same thing with Demon Slayer. Everyone's like, this is the movie of the year. You have to go see this, but you got to kind of watch the show first. And that's what we did. But this particular one, somebody who reviewed it on YouTube, they said, you know, it's a prequel. So like you may miss some Easter eggs. And I think I can tell what some of the Easter eggs are, but you miss some Easter eggs. But overall, you can follow what's happening. Unless you're my wife who couldn't follow what's happening. But it's okay. So this is my second time viewing and I watched it dubbed and subbed. Then there wasn't really a difference or anything like that. I, I felt that they kept the translation pretty solid. So to answer the question about like them being okay after the fight, I'll answer that, that I noticed because I'd missed it the first time. I felt the same way and then I'll kind of give my review. So Gato said something like, oh, you've learned something, something. You learn the art of like reverse cursing somebody, which essentially is like, healing somebody so i guess that's a thing a reverse curse um which gives somebody like life back i don't know and then the panda guy is just like yeah i have stuffing i can just put sew my arm back on later which was kind of a funny it was like a throwaway line but yeah it was interesting um for me this movie was fantastic i thoroughly enjoyed this movie the beginning, I wouldn't say it was slow paced, but it like I you would. had to you you would okay you had to set it up because it's a prequel, right? Like I think they expected the majority of people to have watched the show, but they also wanted to help inform people who had not watched the show because it was a prequel. So they set up the lore of the um, they set up the lore of the universe, right? Some of it was kind of one-liners tossed away. Like, if you didn't really pay attention, you probably missed it. Um, because there were some things that on my second viewing, I was like, oh, that makes much more sense now. Chelsea, kind of your point, you talked about it reminding you of My Hero. I felt like it was a cross between My Hero, at least the movie. I don't know if the show's like this, but a cross between My Hero and Naruto. <laughs> and more Naruto just because, like, Yuda is this guy that has, like, unlimited like powers and whatnot 
and they have a like a grading system, you know, like an S rank ninja and that kind of stuff. Um, so I also felt it was kind of like Naruto because he's got this evil spirit in him, essentially, that's more powerful than anything else. And everyone kind of is like afraid of it in a sense. And every and Gato wants this power, just like they wanted the power of the nine tailed beast. So I felt like it was that I Gojo. I mean, he looks just like Kakashi almost. So that's kind of interesting. Correct. He does. Yeah. He looks just like Kakashi. Um, yeah, it was cool. I mean, there was there was a lot of there was the horror aspect for sure. There were some funny moments too, especially when Panda like has his little revelation. Um, I'll keep it PG, but like he had his revelation. And he he went up to Yuda and is like, "Hey," and he like asked him a specific question um, to see if like Maki would be somebody that Yuda likes and vice versa. It was funny, um, but yeah, it was definitely interesting. Um, Gato and um gojo obviously have like a relationship beforehand i guess they were good friends in school best friends. best friends correct um they were best friends but uh gato is uh he's got a little bit of the frieza if you know what i mean calling everybody monkeys um yeah he's a he's like voldemort and frieza put together he just wants to make everybody pure um sorcerer jujitsu users and wants to get rid of all the muggles i guess all the non uh sorcerer people so really cool the the fight was awesome especially at the end like yuda all of a sudden just now has all these powers because of rika and can use um inomaki's ability through the megaphone so that was pretty cool and you see like just like naruto he snaps essentially because he's trying to protect his friend so that was really cool uh the coolest part in my opinion though was watching gojo actually fight that guy i think his name is miguel yeah. When this, other, yeah. when this other demon, or I don't know if it's a demon or a curse, sorry, when the curse comes out and he just like puts his arm out and you think it's going to be this like crazy big like curse and he just blows it away with like one shot from his hand. And just the way he's just bodying this guy is intense. It was an awesome fight scene. I <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed it. It reminded me of, um, it reminded me of uh, Cowboy Bebop fight in Heaven's um, Heaven's Door when they're fighting at the end. I mean, it was really intense. The music behind it, that latter half was just was really cool. The animation was gorgeous. I I don't want to quite give it an S, and I I'm not going to give it an S because I think there's there are things that you have to assume of the Easter eggs, like all these extra teachers and um, people from the school that had lines but it kind of felt like they didn't really do anything kind of felt like we were pandering but yeah i i assume those were also a little like you said easter eggs from the show right so overall i mean i thought it was a great movie um i was very glad that i went and watched it so i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a solid a for sure i mean it could go to an s um depending on if i watch it after watching the show but man much better than uh uh demon slayer for sure yeah it really does put in perspective what you can do in less time because the movie is way shorter than demon slayer as well the demon slayer movie train it was so long and this movie's only like an hour and 40 minutes something like that yeah and so and, and i think another thing the movie does super great that i would hope more movies would do in the future is it is a movie for people who have seen the show, 
but it's also a movie for those people to bring their friends along who've not seen the show. And they can be, they'll be just fine watching it like we were. And perhaps gets them into watching the show. It kind of has this two-sided uh, purpose to it. And they did a great job with it. Thank you for listening. We can't do this podcast without our listeners and supporters like you. If you would like to stay up to date on when new episodes are released, you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Also, remember to subscribe to notifications from your favorite streaming service. And if you would like to donate, you can check out our Patreon at The Anime Triad.